It's NHL Draft Week, and we are wrapping up a series looking back at Don Sweeney's draft history here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things Spoked B, as well as take a look around the NHL. I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your day, free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. Search out Locked On Boston Bruins, smash that subscribe button, and never miss a thing. Today is Monday, July 4th. Happy 4th of July to all the listeners south of the border. I am, of course, up here in Canada coming off our Canada Day long weekend. A great time, and uh, I hope you are all enjoying the Monday portion of your long weekend. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts quick reminder that you can follow the podcast on twitter and instagram at locked nhl bruins and you can find me my dad jokes hockey tweets at ian c mclaren it's been enough time between the playoff loss and moving into the draft that i can Bring back some Bruins gear, so I'm rocking the Meth Bear shirt today. Uh, I guess I should mention, if you don't have today off, I hope this podcast can provide some distraction from the fact that you have to work on a holiday Monday. So let's get into it. We have recapped Don Sweeney's draft history from 2015 all the way up to 2020. Today, we're looking at the 2021 NHL draft selection process. Arguably, Don Sweeney's most complete selection process during his tenure. We've talked about how, you know, 2015 was a bit of a debacle. 2016, they got a franchise defenseman at the 14th overall spot kind of messed the later first-round pick in Trent Frederick. Uh, In 2017, they got a franchise potential goalie in the fourth round. Over the weekend, NHL.com posted a redraft of 2017 and had Swayman in the top 10. He was picked 111th overall. Um, Jack Stadnika, the hope is that he'll connect with Jim Montgomery, and perhaps flourish under his tutelage. 2018 to 2020, jury very much still out. Nobody from those three drafts has appeared at the NHL level yet. John Beecher, Mason Lorai, high hopes for those two. Brings us to 2021. The Bruins had the 21st overall selection last year 
And they use that pick to select Fabian Lysel. Now, I don't want to say this was a controversial pick, but there were some questions at the time of this selection as to why such a talented player went so low. There was some questions about his character, about him perhaps being uh, a bit too selfish. He had requested a move back in Sweden from one club to another. And overall, it was seen as though he was perhaps, you know, a very talented, skilled forward scoring winger but who perhaps had some off ice issues that he had to work out now i've been looking at dauber prospects that's one of my go-to sites they have him as a nine in terms of nhl certainty they call him an elusive playmaking winger who breaks down opposing defenders with his great speed and puck handling ability a threat off the rush and from the half wall on the power play. He had a strong first season in North America. Uh, He played for the WHL's Vancouver Giants, 62 points in 53 regular season games, adding 21 points in 12 playoff games. As the 8th seeded Giants knocked off the top seeded, uh, I believe, Everett Silvertips, in the first round. Uh, able to de- drive play at, uh, you know, impressive possession stats, five shots per game, excellent puck handler. He can find open teammates under pressure and with a little space, protects the puck well, and anticipates plays better than just about anyone on the ice. The next step for Lysel will be to see how he fares against professionals in the AHL or perhaps with the Bruins if he can make them out of training camp. Um, he can be guilty of overhandling the puck, taking on multiple defenders at a time, but he's done that with less frequency as he learns to trust his teammates more. This all according to Dauber Prospects. There's a chance Lysel could be with the Bruins to begin next season. We all recall in 2022, Bruce Cassidy had Jake DeBrusque on the top line with Brad Marchand and Patrice Bergeron. DeBrusque is a left-hand shot. He played well on the right side, but it's not ideal to have a left-hand shot as your top line right winger. Probably a tall task to put him on the top line, although he would be well protected playing with Marchand and Bergeron. Marchand, of course, will be out for a couple months as he's recovering from off-season surgery. Uh, Lysel could afford to bulk up a little bit. Maybe he needs to take some uh, pages out of the Jake DeBrusque, or sorry, the Jack Stadnika off-season training regimen. Still only 19 years old. Even David Pasternak needed, you know, a few dozen games at the AHL level before making the jump to Boston. So, might be a bit premature to pencil Lysel into the NHL lineup, but he has the look of a very 
uh, prolific scorer, playmaking, winger, piling up the points. You're going to want him in your keeper fantasy league. And he could end up being one of the better players from the 2021 NHL entry draft. Only, you know, seven or eight players from that draft have made their NHL debuts. Cole Sillinger played 79 games, 31 points for the um, Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, J.J. Moser played 43 games. He's a defenseman, selected 60th overall by the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, Matty Benier, William Eklund, Kent Johnson, Mason McTavish, Owen Power, all tasted a bit of the NHL life, uh, but really, that's it from uh, 2021. We'll get into the Bruins' later draft picks from 2021 here in a moment, but first, a quick word about Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest developments, league reviews, and news, including the ongoing Major League Baseball season at BetOnline, your continued source for all sports wagering information. Also your best spot for scores, podcasts, and news. The fastest and easiest way to uh, wager on sports, as well as check in on all your favorite teams, events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The NHL draft is right around the corner, and our team of local hosts and draft experts are breaking it down with insights and analysis for every first round pick. The Bruins, of course, don't have a first-round pick, but you can check out Locked On, whatever team you're interested in, and see the latest breakdowns and live reactions on their picks live on YouTube on Thursday night. Now, the Bruins did not have a second-round pick in 2021. That had been sent to the Buffalo Sabres as part of the Taylor Hall, Curtis Lazar for Anders Bjork deal. That second round pick was used to select uh, Russian forward Alexander Kisikov. And uh, let's check out what Kisikov is all about, shall we? He's rated by Dauber as a... Six in terms of NHL certainty, shifty, dual threat offensive winger with defensive deficiencies and physical limitations. Not the kind of guy the Bruins would want in the mix. Anyways, in the third round, Boston selected Brett Harrison, a center from the Oshawa Generals. This draft really uh, was a shift for Don Sweeney as he went back to selecting a couple players from Canadian junior hockey ranks, something that he hadn't done since taking Jack Stanika back in 2017. Some Swedish players, Czech players, a lot of USHL 
he did take one OJHL player in 2018, but it was mostly high school, USHL, uh, kind of NCAA-bound players selected over the past three years. But Brett Harrison was uh, on the board when they selected 85th overall. He had 61 points in 65 games for the Oshawa Generals this past season. The Generals, of course, supplied one of Boston's all-time greats, if not the greatest, in Bobby Orr. Dauber has him ranked as 6.5 in terms of NHL certainty. He finds his way onto the score sheet consistently, even when he's not having his best night. His ability to adapt to his teammates is valuable and provides solid two-way play while possessing a good shot. 27 goals and 34 assists this past season for Brett Harrison with the Oshawa Generals. 19 years old, I'd expect that he'll be back in Oshawa this coming season. Philip Svedebak was selected 117th overall. He's a goaltender, uh, which was an interesting choice considering Swayman's emergence, but it's always good to have some goalies in the pipeline. Uh, He played for the Dubuque Fighting Saints of the USHL this past season, a 9-10 save percentage in 25 appearances with a 15-7-3 record. Uh, I believe he is committed to Providence for this upcoming season. With the fifth round pick, they selected Oscar Yelvik from Jew Gardens over in uh, Sweden, their junior team. He put up big numbers, 26 goals, 29 assists for uh, 55 points in 44 games in 2021-2022. So he's a very, uh, yeah, talented winger. He has committed to uh, Boston College for next season. Uh, He calls himself a, uh, what did he say, offensive winger. One second here. Um, yeah, and he's v- very talented. And, uh, you know, yeah, he's had an offensive player with an edge in the offensive zone. His best ability is his skills with the puck and his hockey sense. That's what he said upon being drafted uh, next year. Uh, he has committed to the Boston College Eagles. And, uh, yeah, could be a very good watch for you Boston people and you want to check him out in uh, playing for for Boston College this season. In the sixth round, Bruins went back to the OHL. They picked Ryan Mast, a big looming defenseman for the Sarnia Sting. I went down and watched uh, the Guelph Storm play Sarnia this year. He, along with um, uh, Jokin from the Guelph Storm, clearly the two biggest guys on the ice. 
uh, not Danny Jokin, but uh, I'm talking about uh, Daniil Cheka, sorry. Uh, both over six feet, both weighing in uh, at, you know, around 180. Mast impressed this season with uh, nine goals, 22 assists in 31 games. He's not known as an offensive defenseman per se. Uh, kind of in the mold of a, a Brandon Carlo, let's say. And uh, I was very impressed with his defensive game and his size, especially. The Bruins then went back to the USHL for their final two picks. Andre Gasso played for the Fargo Force of the USHL. He's a center, 19 years old, 22 goals, 16 assists for 38 points in 60 games. And then Ty Gallagher, a defenseman for uh, the U.S. National Development Team when he was drafted, played last season for Boston University, five goals, 11 assists in 34 games. So quite a nice haul for Don Sweeney overall. Bruins 2021 draft, arguably the best under Don Sweeney. It's hard to say at the moment, uh, you know, because some of these guys are a bit far away. Uh, but they took high-end skill in round one. That's what you love to see. Don't want them to settle for the Trent Fredericks, Zach Sinitians, John Beechers. As much as uh, Frederick and Beecher could contribute to the Bruins, you want Boston to be taking the best available players, and that's what they did with Lysel. They picked up some depth at center, which they very much needed, uh, including Harrison, who I believe has the best chance of making the Bruins. They did add some size and strength. Harrison's a, a big boy, six foot two, 188 pounds. Even Svedebak, pretty big in goal. I mentioned Mast, uh, Gasso, and Gallagher, also over uh, four feet tall. Uh, they took some Swedish players, which isn't a surprise when you consider P.J. Axelson as their European scouting coordinator. And uh, again, just taking the best available players is key for the Bruins, and they did so with Lysel, with Harrison, arguably. And um, I was really pretty impressed with what the Bruins did at the 2021 NHL entry draft. 2022 draft coming up this week. Bruins, of course, don't have a first-round pick. They will select in the second round. And we're going to, uh, later this week, look at Boston's best-ever second-round picks. And as we get closer to the draft, take a look at who they might target with their pick in the second round. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. Check out now the Locked On NHL show. Locked On experts give you daily 30-minute podcasts on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on every bit of news in the hockey world with Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. I wanted to finish just by looking at Elliot Friedman's latest 32 thoughts. He wrote about what's up with every team 
heading into the NHL draft. This is what he wrote about the Boston Bruins. Now that they've got their coach, Jim Montgomery, who was officially hired on Friday, the next major order of business is determining David Pasternak's future. The Bruins are scheduled to meet with him later this month to discuss an extension, eligible to do so on the 13th. So I guess they will spend the first few days of free agency looking at their options and then turn their attention to Pasternak. Uh, Friedman continues, they want to sign him as first, second, third, and fourth choice. But if there's any hesitation on the player's part, they'll do what's necessary meaning explore possible trades. Even if both Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci return, that's not a long-term plan at center. They're believed to have interest in Vincent Trocek, although they won't be the only ones. That would be very interesting to see Trocek in black and gold after he and Brad Marchand had that little Lambo Prius exchange. And after, you know, Trocek beat the Bruins in the playoffs as a member of the Hurricanes. Friedman says Boston is not expected to rebuild despite all the injuries. If they can hold themselves above water, there are some excellent midseason reinforcements. He concludes not convinced a reunion is possible, but Jim Montgomery and Johnny Godreau won a USHL title in Dubuque in 2011 now the Bruins would have to clear tons of cap space in order to make that happen the Flames Friedman writes aren't fooling around their offer is eight year 9.5 million dollar AAV range and someone's going to have to offer you know double digit millions on a seven year deal in order to beat that Bruins quite simply do not have that kind of cap space. So signing, re-signing Pasternak, obviously a huge priority for the Bruins, as is officially re-signing Patrice Bergeron. David Krejci, to me, still remains a bit of a stretch, but until he commits another season in Olomouc, you just never know. So these are some of the storylines we'll be keeping an eye on here this week on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I hope you all had a great weekend or continuing to have a great long weekend and uh, you're enjoying the beach, a hike, family barbecue. Uh, We had a great long weekend here, went to a local uh, baseball game, checked out uh, some local Guelph games, Saw a drone show in light of, or in lieu of a fireworks show, and uh, also went to see Minions, which was a must if you have kids or not, because Minions are the best. So yeah, please do subscribe to Locked On Bruins. Never miss a thing. Locked On Boston Ruins on YouTube. You'll get immediate reaction to any breaking news over there, and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here's hoping the 2022 draft is in the same vein as 2021. Take the best available players, please.
Don Sweeney, we implore you.